This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.orapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors, presented by LinkedIn. Welcome, Mr. Eldon Schaefer, the CEO of Consumer Products Division at Technoplex. How are you, sir? Hi, Corey. I'm great. How are you? Really well. was hoping you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. I'd be happy to do that. Who is Eldon Schaefer? So essentially, I'm a global P&L leader who creates a team of people that exceeds even their highest expectations <laughs> by helping customers win in the market by delivering unique solutions to them. So today I do that as CEO of Technoplex Consumer Products, where we've helped Keurig K-Cups, you may be familiar with those, provide sustainable single-serve coffee solutions. We've also helped high-end fragrances conveniently and reliably spray their perfume or cologne. And in the US and Mexico, we're the largest supplier of egg cartons. And we help our customers safely and securely supply eggs from farm to table. I've lived for nine years outside the U.S., three different countries. I have four children, three of them who are out in the working world now, and one just finishing his senior year in high school. I like to run and mountain bike for fun and as well travel to other countries, experiencing different cultures with my family. It's a really rich learning experience, as well as seeing things through the lens of a younger person. So it's been really great doing that with my family as well. I agree. And well said. And that's one of the cool parts of these jobs that we take is we can expose our families to new cultures and new ideas. You you mentioned that you spent some time in Germany. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I, I was really fortunate. I've lived outside the U.S. for nine years. I lived three years in the U.K. We made an acquisition with the company I was with. Actually, it was even before we made the acquisition, they asked me to move into that organization. And I did that. I lived outside of Munich for three years, in Munich for two years, and then I lived outside of Paris for a year. So tremendous learning experience. Beautiful part of the world over there. And like you said, significant differences in the way things are done. And uh, we just went to Paris in January for a week. And I was fascinated by the differences in the culture, but mostly focusing on the packaging and how they use packaging differently. And so exciting to see that. But it sounds like your company is a global company with a couple, two major divisions. Is that correct? Yeah, Technoplex, we do have two major divisions. We have a healthcare and a consumer products division. And if you really boil it down, Technoplex, we're a material science solutions company. A couple of fast figures and facts. We have sales of nearly $2 billion. We have about 7,000 employees, um, 50 locations spread throughout the world. And we really are a leading materials science solutions partner to some of the world's largest brands. We help get your peanut butter to market. We <laughs> help get your sun care product to spray conveniently. We help with all of the pumps and lotion dispensers. We help you clean your bathroom. Well, we 
Uh, we also, as I mentioned, sell your Walmart eggs or your Tyson chicken. And you probably have five to seven of our products in your home that you likely use every day. That's such an interesting point of packaging. So many people don't realize how much work and how much design and how much engineering and how much thought goes into all of the things that they use on a daily basis. Really interesting thought. I want to talk about Geopack. That's one of your recent sustainable innovations. Can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. Geopack is a moniker that we've given to designate products that are made of renewable resources or they're recyclable, contain recycled content, or are biodegradable or compostable. And many of our customers have sustainability targets that they want to achieve by tar- by 2025. And those targets typically were set by CEOs. So a lot of the people lower in the organization and marketing and packaging don't necessarily know how they're going to meet those. So what we try to do is work with our customers to bring them unique solutions to help them achieve those goals. And we use the Geopack brand name to help our customer navigate our products. It's good to have a, a specific brand associated with this new sustainability movement. I think you're right. A lot of people are scrambling for new concepts and new ideas for to meet their green KPIs for 2025 and beyond. Can you give us an example of a project where you had an old solution that you were providing and you moved to a new solution that was maybe more sustainable? Sure. I have a couple of examples. First of all, with our friends at Keurig, they, when we first started working with them, they were utilizing these K-cups made in polystyrene and were seeking to move to a polypropylene, a more recyclable material, and they had no idea how they were going to do it because... Not only did they want to do that, not only did they want to change materials, but it had to have the same shelf life. It had to work in all of their filling equipment. It had to work in all of the different generations of K-cup brewer. They wanted an aroma, to a certain aroma to happen when the product was in use. They wanted the consumer, obviously, to smell the coffee. And they also wanted a certain sound. And when you put this into a brewer, they <laughs> wanted it to pop so that it gave a certain sound and a freshness signal to the mm. consumer. We set out to find the K-cup to, to incorporate polypropylene, accommodate all of those features and elements, and make sure that we were going to be able to continue down that process. So we moved them into polypropylene to make it a more recyclable, friendly material. And then the other thing is now we actually just recently launched the next generation where we actually even lightweighted the oh, K-Cup. Wow. And, and the one thing that we typically do with our customers is we try to set up a pipeline as well. We go, okay, these are the things that we're working on now, but what's next, what's next, what's next? Because the desire for continued improvement, continued increased sustainability is never ending. We see it as a journey, not necessarily a, okay, we're done. Yes, incredibly important point. Because a lot of these projects take sometimes years to accomplish, especially when you're doing something major like changing the base material to a whole new polymer. Incredibly important with a brand like Keurig or any other brand similar. Any brand really needs to test it, to trial it. to. to and I really like your point about the sound. Packaging is such an interactive thing. It affects how it can feel different. It can 
can affect taste. It can affect the sound. It can affect all the things of a product to make them feel more premium or more safe or fresher. That's a really interesting point. I don't think anybody's mentioned the sound of packaging on the show yet. Thank yeah, you. Ab- absolutely. My pleasure. It may not be the sound of a Mercedes car door shutting. You may not be able to get to that sort of level, but certainly there are a lot of cues that customers and consumers are looking for. One other example just to share with you as well, Finland's Best is a big fur of ours, and they are a big fan of a white, clean white carton. And today they use our polystyrene. Uh, carton, but we incorporate post-consumer recycled material in here. So they're able to maintain their, what they see as a brilliant white material, give the communication to their consumers, help it be easily found in the, the egg displays in the retail shops. And then the other thing that's been really important is we continue to protect the egg. So it's super important to make sure that we're focusing on not just the sustainability, not just the marketing, but also in in this case, it's food waste. And we, as an organization, one of the things that we talk about is sustainability and, which means that we we don't want to just bring a sustainable material or a sustainable solution, but what else can we bring to the picture, whether it was the sound in Keurig or the marketing and Eglin's Beth, but we look for bringing more than just a sustainable solution, but also a more holistic solution for our customers. Yes, very important key to this whole thing is there's nothing sustainable about rotten food and packaging must perform first and be sustainable second. Unfortunately, that it has to be the order because it doesn't make sense if we ship broken eggs to consumers in a really neat package. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And that's one thing really we find very interesting as well is we tend to focus on a variety of different materials and we term this material being material agnostic so that we can bring the right solution, whether it's polystyrene for Eglin's Best, PET, for Pete and Jerry's, fiber for other customers. And we really try to bring the the right solution for the right customer, for the right product, and even in some cases, the right branding within the same product, within the same customer may use different materials. So a brown egg might use fiber, an organic egg might use PET, and a more commodity white egg might use polystyrene, all within the same customer base. Exactly. And within the same store sometimes. Absolutely. I saw a, a TikTok video that I think you'd get a kick out of the other day, and it was a, a package just like you showed for the Eglin's Best and the grocery store had a reuse program. And this package was from 1985. Wow. And it was still being reused by the consumers. And so that shows how amazing some of this packaging is and can be and Do you see potential for reuse in something like egg packaging in the future? I will say this, whether almost whether it's a PET, whether it's a fiber, those certainly can be reused and be reprocessed through a recycling stream. Uh, Can they be reused? I think food is is a unique situation where people tend to want to have something that more sterile or fresher package. I think the important thing for us is to continue to look for it, be there a renewable resource or be able to enter in a recycling stream. Yeah. And and you said something important earlier too, uh, perception. And the consumer perception of cleanliness or safety is so critical to a purchasing decision. That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Any, any other stories you have for us or anything I didn't ask you, you wish I would have? 
Maybe just to touch a little bit on the food waste side of yep. things. And um, we have a tendency, again, with our, our whole sustainability and is look for product protection, shelf life, as we bring forward critical solutions to customers and really want to, again, emphasize our material science solutions approach. In, in one of my former roles, leading a highly engineered solutions business, we had a lot of mechanical or design engineers. And here at Technoplex, we certainly have a few mechanical engineers and design engineers for sure, but we literally have hundreds of chemists and chemical engineers. And we use this expertise to help us devise what are the best solutions for our customers. And maybe just to touch on the food waste from an egg perspective, I think we saw some study that something like literally about 30 billion eggs go to waste each year. Wow. And if the consumer walks in and opens an egg carton at Target or Walmart and finds a broken egg, she replaces the carton and finds a new one without that egg. So what does that lead? That leads to 11 eggs being discarded, not just the broken one. And by the way, if that egg dripped down onto other cartons, it likely spoiled those cartons too. And therefore, we really focus on designing our egg cartons to protect the egg from farm to table so that we are reducing food waste and we are doing whatever part we can to reduce that 30 billion egg number that's wasted every year. And we do the same to protect your Chobani yogurt while also making it easy for the consumer to remove the foil lidding. We do the same to protect your Tyson or Bob Evans poultry or beef while helping them brand, helping the marketers brand their products and communicate effectively to the consumer. So while sustainability is certainly important related to material selection, I guess the thing I want to emphasize, it's also about food protection, reducing yeah. food waste, and then delivering on packaging needs for the CPG companies, retailers, and consumers. And there's certainly many facets to consider here. And that's why we, again, use that sustainability and approach where our Technoplex people are really strong as we look at the entire supply chain, your product, your brand, your sustainability targets, and try to bring the right solution for your specific needs. Absolutely. Are you seeing the effects of extended producer responsibility on your customers and on your the packaging materials that they're selecting? Yeah, I think the key thing there is to be in tune with every trend that's going on in the market and, and being ready to help your customers address each and every individual trend. Yeah. Yeah, and sustainability, it seems like there's a new one that's coming up every day. And, Tell me about um, it. And you have to be... <laughs> And you have to be agile and nimble. And that's one thing that, you know, again, that I think that's super critical in whether it's this post-pandemic world, whether this is highly inflationary environment, pick the um, economic or sustainability trend that you're seeing in the marketplace today. It's really critical to be agile and nimble and, again, focus on finding the right solutions for our customers. Yes, very true. Very well said. And I got to sit in on the Association for Oregon Recyclers meeting this last year. And one of the topics was styrofoam. And they talked about, we thought we weren't going to stick around with it anymore. But what it turns out is it's incredibly recyclable. And we just need to make it easier for our consumers to recycle this material because it can be recycled in perpetuity. The head of the whole state 
the Department of Environmental Quality said, well, that was a surprise to us, but this is why we're doing this. This is why this these laws are going into effect, because we want to analyze how these processes are working. So I think eventually the consumer will be able to recycle that curbside, and that'll be a huge win for the environment. Yeah, and for sure. And I think it's you highlighted something that I think is really critical is you got to, when assessing what is the right material, you to look through the whole supply chain because from the manufacturing of the package to the, the use of it in, uh, in a filling line or at a, at an egg packer or wherever it might be to the retailer, to the consumer, to the disposal. Yep. You may be thinking, gosh, I've fixed this middle part. But you <laughs> look on either end and go, man, I've created chaos on one or the other end. It's super critical to look at through the whole life cycle of a product and go, what's the right material? What's the right material solution? Yeah. And I've heard very good things about the Keurig cups, for example, of their collection process that is very user-friendly. My my wife has uses those and she returns them to the company and they make more. So that, that kind of a circular process, like you said, closed loop, it's got to be that way. And do you know of any other products that, that are like that, that you guys supply? The source of our recycled material for our polystyrene cartons is hangers. So Perfect. there's, again, we're just looking to leverage a variety of different materials in a variety of different ways to provide unique solutions. We're collaborating with retailers now to explore what else can we do? Are there other things that you're disposing of that we can turn around and make it into a packaging product? I think in this day and age, the important thing is to be open to ideas and also be open to engage in conversations up again, up and down the supply chain, whether it's a manufacturer, whether it's other manufacturers, whether it's the retailer, there, there's a variety of different streams there that you can tap in. Totally the point. Absolutely the point here is we need to look around and say, okay, what is that? Why is there a million hangers in this Nordstrom's every year that get thrown away when they could be recycled and turned into more hangers or more packaging? Absolutely a critical point to this whole thing to divert, we're calling it zero waste to landfill, right? That's the right. goal. And I've heard some numbers that a friend of mine runs a, a landfill and he said they're trying to divert 75% of materials away from their landfill. Wow, <laughs> that's a huge number. Absolutely. And you just got to be open to ideas. And the other thing that I think we do a pretty good job of is having a lot of new and minds look at d different problems in different ways. And yeah. We're really fortunate to have a very creative group of people looking for different solutions for our customers. Thank you so much, Eldon. This has been really awesome. Thank you to the team at Technoplex. And can you tell us how to get in touch with you and your team? Sure. You certainly can reach out to me personally on LinkedIn, or you can go to the Technoplex website. I certainly am happy to elaborate further on any of the insights we discussed today or thoughts that we shared and happy to share more about Technoplex or, or whatever questions you may have. Great. Thank you, sir. And if you're listening, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and stay tuned for more. Thanks, Eldon. Okay. Excellent. Thanks, Corey. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. 
The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.